Oh boy, Andy, what what we been eating? Well, we had some free food delivered to us the other day. Mm. We didn't ask for it. Sure it just didn't. showed up at our doors. We had a really delicious vegan chicken and waffles from Whipped Cream and Other Delights, who sponsored the show before and is not sponsoring this episode, unless you consider giving us free food and asking us to talk sure. about it. <laughs> a little gentle nudge. <laughs> I, yeah, it's kind of a sponsorship. <laughs> Boy, Andy, that vegan chicken and waffles was something else. Now, this is a collaboration, Andy, between Whipped Cream and Other Delights, Chris Blackwell, and Jake. From Jake's Vegan Sausages. I don't know. I don't, don't know him. <laughs> Never well, heard of sounds him? Sounds like a real pain in the d- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would definitely describe him that way. They've gotten all the vegan minds together from across the town and created a vegan justice league of sorts in this uh, vegan chicken and waffles, Andy. Boy, why, why don't you get into it? I thought they were absolutely delicious. Thick, like kind of cinnamon flavored mm-hmm. waffle. Yeah, real dense. Ooh, real good. So tasty. And uh, also really enjoyed the chicken, which yeah. was, in fact, not chicken. It was not, but, but uh, could have fooled me. Absolutely. If Great you hadn't told me it was vegan chicken, 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 <laughs> I would have probably believed you that it was chicken. Oh, Real tasty. Man. You know what my favorite part about it was? The, the vegan chicken, that is from Chris Blackwell. Uh-huh. Uh, what I really liked about it was the vegan chorizo crumbles, mm. which were cooked to the point of being like crispy and mm-hmm. dark. So good. Had such strong taco flavor. Those are straight from Jake at Jake's Vegan Sausages, Jake's Vegan Burgers, Jake's Vegan. Is that the name of the business? I I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know this guy. (laughs) Sounds ugly. (laughs) (laughs) You got anything else to say about this chicken? They were delicious. Had a nice uh, like avocado sauce drizzle on it. Kind of a Southwest uh th- spin on chicken and waffles look we've been to the southwest we know Yo, no yeah absolutely i i've dominated the southwest i guess they're open on wednesdays for grab and go specialty items that rotate each week that's what the chicken and waffles would be that's the day we got it actually was uh-huh. wednesday hmm. how weird weird. coincidence the day that they were open huh Sometimes the world just works in this most <laughs> mysterious manner, buddy. I don't know. They've also got vegan biscuits and gravy that rotate in there one week. Really excited to try that. Some first place scones. Apparently, Rachel's scones won first place in some competition. A, a non-vegan competition. She fooled them into thinking is, that she had made... Is this an ad now? I, I mean... I, are we going to put this in the front of the show? So I guess I, we should. I may have asked Richie for... Some <laughs> menu details, and he may or may not have sent me four paragraphs <laughs> <laughs> of basically ad copy. Uh, it's an app. We're going to put it at the beginning. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, there's a breakfast sandwich akin to an egg McMuffin, he says. They always have six donuts at the ready, plus some pour over coffee. Mm. So let me tell you, as they- somebody who's had Richie's coffee, it's real good. Yeah. I agree. I wonder if that's the same beans the barista Barry uses. I don't know. If, I don't think I know each other. I mean, you don't Probably have to not. know somebody to use the same beans. As oh, them. I thought Barry grew his own plants. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that might actually be lore. Yeah. It is now. Yeah. I mean, that's, I would say, as much as I'm willing to read from the Snapchat conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Go check out Whipped Cream and Other Delights. You can buy stuff in person on Wednesday mornings. It's really, really good. 
And uh, they also do uh, orders on their website, which I believe is whippedsdelight.com. I believe that they even deliver. I, I had mine delivered right to me at work, open 7.30 to 11.30 on Wednesdays. And you can call them at 417-501-OATS. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you, actually have their number. If you would like to advertise on Spring Food Mo, apparently we just accept free food and we'll give you a free ad now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's I, I'm not against that at all. Springfield, Missouri was most likely named after Springfield, Massachusetts by migrants from the area. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammond's Tire. This is Springfield, North America's number one podcast by restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. My name is Andy Carr. And my name is Dan Howell. And I'm not resting until we eat at all the restaurants here in Springfield, Missouri, Andy. And as everyone knows, this is an evergreen podcast. Wow. Not self-referential, self-referential in any mm-hmm. way whatsoever. Mm-hmm. No Mm-mm. bits. Mm-mm. <laughs> Nothing funny. No jokes. Speaking of not self-referential, Andy, uh-huh. I listened to our first episode. You did? Recently. Yeah. Why? This morning. <laughs> I don't know. And I got to say, I think it kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound as good. Yeah, that's th- that's a fact. It's only 29 minutes long, which oh, is good. Boy. I think we could probably <laughs> aim to go for that again. I publicly apologized for the length of our last <laughs> two episodes. They were very long. Two and a half hours. Long Ooh, time. Boy. You thought it was long. You'd have to live through it. This is me talking to the listeners. <laughs> I looked at you, and it sounded like I was talking to you directly. The only other person who did live through it. Uh, we have guests here today. I guess we should introduce maybe what we're doing. Let's, let's introduce what we're doing, and then we'll introduce one guest every 15 minutes. <laughs> okay. Well... Do you have any other thoughts about that first episode, Dan? A lot of ums and uhs, Uh as I just did again right before saying ums and uhs. Other than that, no, I thought it was still pretty funny. You know, we're definitely better at it now, and I could sense all the nervousness in our voice. speak for (laughs) yourself. Well, (laughs) yes, I... You're slightly worse at it now, <laughs> I would say. But the audio does sound better. So, yeah. you know, I figured only, some stuff out. Only so much brain capacity you got. You got to lose something somewhere. Mm-hmm. I've, I've lost more responsibility for the show, but have become funnier. You lost responsibility? Explain. <laughs> yeah, oh, lost. <laughs> well, as longtime listeners know, I used to run the Instagram page. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Once the... I dropped that and let Andy do it, <laughs> let me do it. The post just stopped showing up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't want to, like, bug you. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Dan, oh, it's wow. a shame that that episode doesn't sound so great. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What could we do to go back and and make something listenable and give that that restaurant its due? Andy, I've got a good idea, actually. Oh, okay. Being as it's episode 101 and all. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I think we could have ourselves. I will never retake anything again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A good old-fashioned spring food, Mo. Victory lap! (laughs) But wait. Is it that doesn't that break our no self reference rule? Andy, you know what I say about the self reference? Don't, don't say a bad word. <laughs> rule. <laughs> Andy, <laughs> you, you know what I say about the self referential rule? Okay. 
it's the same thing I say about the no cursing rule. <laughs> Not <ahead>. for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I guess we covered Lindbergh. I mean, we're not going to say how many victory laps we're Uh taking, but I think the traditional amount of victory laps is three. Does anybody here watch anything where people race? People race? Yeah, I'm really into the people races. Foot race, car race. They all. I'm not talking about dog races. They don't take victory laps at all. I don't think one my, or three. My uncle's in prison for betting on the people races. <laughs> that, I mean, yeah, that's what my nephew is going to be saying. <laughs> is that just like a horse race? But it's a jockey like riding somebody's uh, back. Yeah. It's like some Mad Max. This probably stuff. existed at some point in history. Let's and, introduce it was our guest. So we let, figured let's move on. since we're going to be. Uh, Paying tribute, playing mm-hmm. loving tribute to mm-hmm. our first episode. Oh, yeah. And also to one of the oldest taverns in uh, Springfield, Missouri. We mm-hmm. got to have the Godfathers of Springfield, Missouri wow. podcasting. Uh, the Too host kind. of a podcast from Springfield. Which one? Oh, God. So creatively. It hates this so much. <laughs> and I think I like it. <laughs> Wait, who's on first again? <laughs> Please introduce yourselves, <laughs> kind sirs. Uh, my name is Jared, and fun fact, in Finland, there is a wife-carrying competition where your wife hops on your back, and you compete in a race. Wow. Wow. So, all right. Bet on that. Time to move. Andy. That's fantastic. <laughs> and and we are going to need a fun fact from the rest of you as well, so uh, go ahead and prepare one. Send the standards over here. <laughs> all three married men, by the way. Wow. Uh, you were on. Two of you were on for Canton Inn uh, over a year and a, half, a year and a half ago. Neither of you were married. Now you're married Whoa, men. That is wild. So, All recently, uh, too. I, I don't know if it's really an indication of uh, maturity. I think it just, you know, the clock is well, ticking. I think it was just from spending time with us. We're like, we can't have lives that look like this. <laughs> <laughs> so you're welcome. Okay, next. Okay. <laughs> next person. I'm Dustin. Uh, really under a lot of pressure for a fun fact. But... Yep. Uh, Recently learned, there we go, a little better. <laughs> Recently learned I was um, lactose intolerant and oh, definitely wow. had cheese for lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that fact is a lot of fun. Because I love farting. <laughs> <laughs> and last, a first-time guest on the show. True story, yeah. My name is Doug, and uh, fun fact, I am the eye candy of an audio podcast. So, wow. <laughs> that, is, that is the weight I bring to the table. <laughs> All you, right. As you can tell by his... Uh, uh, intentionally bedhead, exactly. bedheaded hair. <laughs> what am I trying exactly. to say? I don't know. <laughs> cool. Well, happy to have you all here. And uh, we're going to do your last meal segment later. Oh, wow. Which, I forgot uh, all about that segment, that's Andy. Right. I don't think it existed uh, whenever you two were on the show. I could be wrong. But. I, I just want to clarify something before we get into uh-huh. the last meal segment. Nobody's getting executed today, right? This is... Let's move on no. with the show. No, <laughs> we, went, we went back <laughs> to that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we don't need to get too deep into this, but Jared's a bit of a controversial, controversial figure in town these days. Wow. Yes. You guys are certainly, uh, risking your reputations <laughs> yeah. by having me in your house right now. Mm-hmm. You want to give us just a little bit of detail on that? So I created a petition that was way overblown. <laughs> <laughs> way to go, Karen. Thank you. I created this petition to have a Confederate monument removed from the, uh, Springfield National Cemetery. I just want to point out. This is not just the Springfield issue. Right. It is a federally funded 
cemetery. Uh huh. It's a national issue. Yeah. Oh, this is a national issue. This is a national <laughs> issue. <laughs> and uh, it was pointed out to me that uh, some people are not too thrilled that a food podcast is bringing this stuff uh, up. <laughs> and to them, I say, I don't care. <laughs> you don't have to listen. Yes, we we did lose a fan. <laughs> yeah. As as the the person said, some so, dude uh, made sure that we knew we lost him as a fan. Hey, Bummer. Like- NASCAR <laughs> lost a driver. Oh, no. The <laughs> 31 and 0 guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows everything because of the internet. It's a shame. Like, no, there's no new information. Well, here's maybe a piece of new information. Go ahead. It was NASCAR truck driving. <laughs> oh. Whatever that is. <laughs> okay. That's not even on ESPN 8, the Ocho. Yeah. Like, you gotta yeah, go like, think, super deep to find you gotta out. You got to go way off dial for that. You can get that on your ham radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a big old slice of ham you put up to your face, oh, right? absolutely. Can't just, imagine in 100 episodes like, we didn't already make this joke. <laughs> talking into a banana. Kids love that stuff. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> I don't know that they would really understand the ham radio reference. Listen, Were you to press a ham against your face? I work with kids. Wouldn't make a difference. <laughs> They'd think that was hilarious. <laughs> Talking into some ham. Y'all talked into ham before. <laughs> Let's every, move on to our next segment. Y'all talked episode. into ham before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, the petition's out there. There's all, all kinds of different ways. Just search Jared Cantor on the newsleader.com yeah. or whatever that address is. And if is. our listeners didn't already know, our stance on Confederate monuments <laughs> here and everywhere is... Uh, don't like them. <laughs> Get rid <laughs> yeah. of them. Uh-huh. All right. Let's talk about Lindbergh's Tavern. How about that? It's time, mm. to, time to play our bio segment. Wow. Click. <clears throat> Actually, I don't have one because this place has been written about several times already, including on the restaurant's menu, which has a pretty good biography on there. So I'm just going to read that and we can talk about it as we go. I got some questions locked and loaded. Wow. The history of Lindbergh's Tavern. Uh, Lindbergh's Tavern has had many names over the years. The Commercial Bar, C.H. Mills Billiards during Prohibition. How do you all feel about Prohibition? For it, <laughs> against it? <laughs> Not a fan. Yeah, me I'm neither. Gonna, I'm going to start a petition about Prohibition. Uh, what exactly it's going to be, I don't know. It's going to prohibit something? It's gonna, yes. Uh, tell you what, right now there's... A prohibition on freaking free thinking. The, the the thought police, they're in your brain, and they don't. They they're like, oh, it's it's a dry county on having free also thoughts. Also known brother. as liquor and billiards. After a prohibition, the commercial beverage company, the Joint, and the Corner Tap Room. In 1880, the building that is now Lindbergh's, according to city records, was listed as. A house of ill repute wow. during this time. It's like a hospital or... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, you two, I guess that kind of makes Dustin sense. Dustin and Jared, you lived in Las Vegas. You ever been to a house of ill repute? I, I've been to many things of ill repute. <laughs> you ever lived in a house of ill repute? Not a house. Garage of ill repute. <laughs> shed of ill repute. Oh, boy. <laughs> Martha Wallace and Belle Wilson were the madams of the brothel. They had seven, and this is in quotes, tenants that were referred to in the census at the time as inmates. <laughs> it was around this time that the magnificent oak and mahogany bar arrived. Its arrival to this, okay, this, it says, its arrival to this is room is steeped in legend and mystery. <laughs> uh, Can we get you to take that one more time, Andy? Yes, please. Uh, it, 
its arrival to this is room is steeped in legend and mystery. And a third time just for <laughs> safety. For every quote-unquote old-timer you ask, you will get a different story that has been passed down from generation to generation. The true origin of the bar may never be known. I mean, it seems like they did just... <laughs> Lay it out there. I uh, find detail. No doubt. I kind of hope that they sanitize that bar top. Ooh, I, boy. <laughs> but it is a uh, it is a truly an unforgettable piece of woodwork and craftsmanship. I don't want to copy edit shame or anything, but uh, you do though. You I, really, you I really dislike do. this, and I've heard you say it many times. <laughs> <laughs> it's somebody's job. Oh no! I yeah. Hey. <laughs> Those who remember hanging out at Lindbergh's will remember the massive safe that sat in the front of the main room. Mm-hmm. And Dan, are you going to ask me if I remember that since I'm old? And, uh, well, this I mean. safe is a throwback to the days when Commercial Street was the hub of the railroad industry in Springfield. The railroaders would come in on payday. The place would cash 40000 to $50,000 in railroad checks. They cast your check for you, and you'd stay there and drink beer. Sounds pretty good. Sure. It's a cozy life. Mm -hmm. Uh, The place is best known, however, as Lindbergh's after one of the previous owners, J.C. Carl Lindbergh. Lindbergh ran the place during Prohibition and in the festival atmosphere that was post-Prohibition and for several decades thereafter. Lindbergh's today embraces the rich history of this building and carries on the tradition of excellence in food, beverage, and music from a wide array of breweries on tap to handcrafted cocktails to fresh imaginative imaginative pub fair. We want your visit to be unforgettable. We look forward to serving you and making our own new history. Do any wow. of you have an, an imaginative history at with, uh, I almost said billiards, <laughs> Lindbergh's? Well, maybe the quality has not gone up at all <laughs> since episode one. <laughs> quality control is definitely much lower. For sure. Yeah the, yeah, the control element is, is all but gone. <laughs> Histories at Lindbergh's. Let's get into it. Go ahead, Jared. I do have a fun fact about ill repute. Okay. All right. We're going to need a whole nother round of fun facts from each one of you. <laughs> Sorry. This is what I do. Uh, in Las Vegas, if more than two uh, unrelated women live in the same household, it could be considered a brothel. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is the actual law. That's why that's why UNLV is not allowed to have sorority houses. No kidding, huh? Yeah. So, like, it automatically bypasses the need for a permit. What? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's, he's never just, heard the word permit before. <laughs> <laughs> permit what? <laughs> permit for uh, I don't know. You know, lady spend, of the night some time type work inmate. <laughs> All right, so what were you talking about? You like about? to go Lindbergh's? to Lindbergh's? <laughs> you like to go to Lindbergh's? You been there before? I enjoy their ketchup. <laughs> you enjoy their ketchup. Okay, that is a rich they make history. Their, they make their own ketchup there, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yes, yeah. they do. They it's make good. a lot of sauces there. Mm-hmm. Maybe all of them. Wow. I, I think so. I, I mean, I know that they make ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, and ranch there. And I can't even think of another sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, how do you feel about Lindbergh's generally? You like, you I, like I enjoy going it, there? Yeah, Jared and I have been to a concert or concerts there before. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you guys have attended or mm-hmm. been a part of oh, putting on a show there before. I love it. Part of it uh, that I like, I like going in there and they're not just being a ton of people. Mm-hmm. Not to 
put the place down. Yeah, but real great as a performer too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm talking more lunchtime than than the performance. <laughs> we went to a packed house and saw our friends from Dawson Hollow perform. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, that is and where we really saw Dawson Hollow. Pretty neat place. I don't. I didn't mean to uh, just uh, step over your initial question, Eddie. I do no, enjoy Lindbergh. Sure, it is my favorite uh, place yeah. there on C Street. And he just loves ketchup. Jared, <laughs> get out of here! <laughs> get out! And I, we were in a tight ship here. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the few places that uh, is remained open. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. time, so. Sure. Doug. Fun fact, never been. Oh, <laughs> whoa. Spoiler alert. You yeah. haven't been there? <laughs> no. I, I mean, I, I'm the odd man out because I don't drink and I also live in the suburbs. So uh, I like really need a reason to go to Lindbergh's. Like so. being on a podcast about <laughs> it? <laughs> hey, he was nice enough to bring me some. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I suggest I recommend the ketchup. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so do I just put it on a spoon or I just go in finger style? Like, I mean, whatever, whatever your heart leads to. You yeah, they got fries. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. Yeah. We we did have we have had a guest that didn't eat at the restaurant <laughs> yes. before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That did happen one time. <laughs> one of my favorite episodes because oh, it took yeah. about forty minutes to get into oh, yeah. the fact that she had not had it. It's <laughs> an absolute. Uh, yeah, it's an all timer. <laughs> it's one of my yeah for sure one of my favorites. Okay. Uh, let's uh get into it. Lindbergh's. I actually, Dan, what do you th- have you been there a bunch before? Um, beyond our very first episode, Andy, mm-hmm. where we visited Lindbergh's for brunch, mm-hmm. the brunching hour, which for Lindbergh's is a little weird. Uh, you can go it ahead starts and- at noon. Yeah, weird. They told me it was only Sunday too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, What's that it, about? I know, and they open an hour later. On Sundays, they open at noon on Sundays, and at eleven a.m., still during the brunching hour, I would contend mm-hmm. every other day of the week. Nope. But can I get an egg sandwich on those days? <laughs> no, I nope. can't. Nope, you cannot. Do I ever order an egg sandwich anywhere? No. Don't know why that was my example. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody in this room ever had an egg salad sandwich? <laughs> Eesh. Egg salad? No, I don't think I have. No desire to either. No, that sounds like railroad food. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely is railroad food if there's ever been. What does that mean? What's railroad food? I'm just saying when you think of the quintessential like stereotypes of like railroad men and steel Mm -hmm. workers sitting on a beam and pulling out their lunch pails. Yeah, egg salad sandwich. Also, if you buy like a bindle, uh, a couple egg salad sandwiches come (laughs) wrapped in the handkerchief. Please tell me where you can acquire a bindle. (laughs) Oh no, you go to. uh, Spencer's gifts. You get yourself a nice, like Rick and Morty bindle. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I like Lindbergh's a lot. I played there a bunch back when I was in bands. I go to Wild Bob's. We had Jordan on from Wild Bob's uh, earlier this year. Wow, it felt hard honestly, to believe. Feels like a decade mm-hmm. ago. Um, I have been upstairs to like the the same owner i believe the guy's name is eric weiler he owns the whole building and you can get to the upstairs area like the bands will stay there and one night i like knew some of the dudes in the bands that were playing and they went up and we just like you know did the things you do after concerts up in this room and it's like not it's half finished there's like sawdust on the ground and rust yeah. <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> Have a real haunted vibe in there. <laughs> um, I think the ghost may have just appeared. <laughs> I tried to choke you there for a second. Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, you know what? There's some stuff went down I'm not supposed to talk about. Those spirits are stopping me. Anyway, so I really like the space just generally. When you walk in, uh, very high ceiling. It's not incredibly narrow, but it, you know, it's it's definitely uh, it's longer than it is wide. It's a it's a, a galley style. Yes. Does that apply to 
whole buildings <laughs> rather than just kitchens. I think it only applies to the kitchen boats and <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the kitchens on boats. Okay. <laughs> uh, they got this. They got the pressed tin ceilings in there. A lot of those places on commercial have the old pressed tin ceilings. Have those sort of like huge three D designs. I was just kind of staring up at mine because when I went uh, one of the times, went by myself, and they they have like wreaths in some of them, but some of them have like ribbons and birds and there's three chandeliers that hang from the ceiling that are pretty cool. I kind of mm-hmm. wonder how old those are. I suspect they aren't uh, 120 years old or anything like that. Some photos of rock stars. Yeah. Tom, uh, Tom Waits photo. Black is that and, a painting? They're black and white paintings. Oh, okay. Those are on the uh, west wall and it's Tom Waits, Bob Dylan, Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, Hank Williams, Muddy, Muddy Waters. Wow. Pretty sure uh, the last one's Muddy Waters. East wall, they have like old posters from shows that were there. Uh, a lot of Posters the band the Gorlons. Remember the band the Gorlons? Sure, I'm Ross sure Brothers, psych rock band. I don't know what they're doing anymore. Probably listening to this podcast right now. You need to put some respect on their name. <laughs> they had <laughs> a song I really like. Gorlon liked. listener lovers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I like the vibe in there a lot, especially the the ceiling. <laughs> Love the ceiling. <laughs> anyway, thoughts on the vibe in there? Let's, let's do a quick vibe check. <laughs> It is nice that they haven't changed with the times, mm-hmm. and they they are very proud of that bar. I mean, indicated by they put it in the bio, but they should be, and I don't think they should really change any of that. Just yeah, roll totally. with it. Yeah, it's a little dirty. Like not not to try to throw any shade, but I kind of like my yeah. bars to be a little bit dirty. Absolutely, sure. as long as my fork is clean, we're, uh-huh. like, we're good. Uh-huh. Proud of not changing with the times. Wow, we know where you stand, <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> oh no, okay. <laughs> it's a little foreshadowing to <laughs> Dustin. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, we got just Doug with us now. <laughs> so when I, I went there for lunch yesterday, and I think the staff was very excited to be back to work. So they're like very, they're, it's not that they're not friendly normally, but they're really hustling. Friendly. Yeah, very, that's very, what I mean. very nice. A whole lot of that whenever we've been going out and trying places in person again. Um, I, I walked up to the bar, and it was a dude probably about my height, and they were all dressed like for gym class. They had on like green shorts and then white Lindbergh shirts. Like basketball shorts. They would look like ready for gym. Anyway, so I, I go up to the bar and uh, the dude gets really excited when he sees me. And just what do you think the first thing is that he says? You know, sometimes we uh, emulate these interactions with uh, serv- service servers and wait staff. Dan, what do you think the first thing is to do? Looking good, me? big guy. <laughs> you know what? Not far off. Any, any other guesses? Uh, we need a point guard for our new Lindbergh <laughs> yeah. basketball team. Good, good, good. Just yeah. a guy. Uh-huh. Uh, any other guesses? <laughs> Sweet calculator watch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I appreciate that. No, what he did say was, uh, uh, hey, where'd you get those shorts? <laughs> well, what shorts were you These wearing? These shorts yeah. that I have on right now. Shorts. They're the only ones I wear. The truth is, he, he, he and I then like commiserated about how hard it is to find shorts with the exact right inseam. And so I told him where I got these five years ago. And then I was like, you're not going to find them. <laughs> I've been looking for that. I've been searching after this holy grail again for years. You crushed his dreams. But uh, had a nice shorts talk with the server at Lind- or the bartender at Lindbergh's. My server complimented my mask. Oh, really? Very nice. My favorite mask. <laughs> the, the one from the Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> <laughs> I once played, I think I talked about this on maybe a Tower Club episode, but I once played a show at Lindbergh's. Uh, during which I was I was playing drums and I was shirtless with an avatar mask on. Uh, good time. Anyway, let's move wow. on. <laughs> Speaking of concerts, if you're into that sort of concert talk, go ahead and listen to last week's Tower Club episode, only $5 a month. 
get you access to those Tower Club episodes. Smoothly done. Half of which will go to Ozark's Food Harvest, the other half of which, at least for the month of June, will go to a Black Lives Matter cause here in the state of Missouri. Absolutely. Okay, let's get into the food at Lindbergh's. We'll get into entree second. Let's start with drinks and apps, that kind of thing. Wow. Trying any apps, Dan? Oh, boy, did I, Andy. <laughs> Just now, went about pert near 30 minutes ago, got myself some fried green tomatoes, Andy. Oof. I don't know if anybody else here had fried vegetables. I actually do know that Andy did. I did. And I also I mean, tried the same. Potatoes are vegetables. So if you got <laughs> oh, fries, yeah. it counts. Yeah. Yeah. It describes yeah, your, your meal. Yeah. Um, the battering that they use on these green tomato slices. I've never had a fried green tomato. There was green tomato relish on my chicken biscuit that I got all the way back in episode one in 2018. Oh, boy. Good times back then. Retake that and put a little Gotta more throat say. in the year. A little, a little throatier. Back in 2018. <laughs> Man, that batter is so, so good. I'm not even a big raw tomato fan, but they could batter anything with that. I, I would eat my shoe where it battered in this Lindbergh's batter. There's like a orangish red hue to it i don't know what is going into the seasoning mix there but it is powerful and that's all i have to say about cool that. any other apps say non-fry apps mm-hmm. i feel like we need to have mm-hmm. a general discussion about those fries i'm mm-hmm. gonna reveal something about myself uh-huh. well not really an appetizer guy okay yeah. oh I, wow. i'm more straight to entree and uh not even a dessert dessert guy really wow <laughs> my last meal is going to be uh, very disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Just four different cheeseburgers. <laughs> okay. I tried fried mushrooms. <laughs> oh, so did I, Andy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Had to. They're pretty good. Uh, I'm, I'm saying they're not my favorite ones that we've had on the show. I think those are probably still going to be Patton. Really? Patton's are like explosive and almost gooey the way they, they melt. Like they've been, they're a lot more thoroughly cooked, the actual mushroom part. I actually thought it was a pro of these to not have all the molten mushroom liquid in them. We can let it cool down. (laughs) No, I don't know. They were Rachel Ray bag carried home. They were very much still hot, but there, there was not the amount of liquid that I normally get that like sears the entirety of my mouth. It is kind of wild with these, how the batter sticks to the mushroom in a way that that normally doesn't happen. How do they achieve that? I wonder. I have no clue. I'm asking you, Dan, figure it out. Andy, I'm sorry. I'm just not learned enough (laughs) to do so. But boy, I I really, really liked them. Yeah, they're good. And you know what else I liked? The ranch that came Mm -hmm. with them, Andy. Handmade ranch with a lot of seasoning in it. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff floating in there. You think they really made it with their hands? They might have used like a spatula or something too. <laughs> they probably well, just really, stuck really good. Ungloved hands into a vat <laughs> and swirl. Uh huh. It almost like bordered on tzatziki sauce. It had that mm. kind of like zing to it. I, I really just loved loved all the apps. Yeah, real good, tasty stuff. Sock fries. anybody anybody try fries? Yeah, I tried them. You know uh, I like you know what? I know this is gonna be. I, I like fries. I think they're good. I <laughs> like fries. <laughs> I, I also enjoy fries. I recommend them with the ketchup. <laughs> uh, these, I feel like their fries have maybe changed a little bit over the years. At least the ones that I had, the, these two trips are maybe a little less seasoned than they used to be. I feel like yeah. maybe they used to have even a little sweetness to them. But now they're just kind of, I'm not going to say they're plain, but it was mostly just salty, pretty good bar fries. Yep. Other thoughts? 
I thought that they were perfectly fine. Yeah. yeah. Is, is it a Cisco product? I mean, they're pretty standard. I don't know. A little thicker cut for ice. Yeah. Like you said, the seasoning was good, but not a ton. Uh-huh. And I feel like at certain burger joints you go to, it's borderline too much seasoning. Mm-hmm. So uh, what about the ketchup? The ketchup's so great. <laughs> you guys like it? Really love it. Just a touch sweet for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But there's got to be totally some, agree. Some, oh, a little bit of yeah. sriracha. What's the? There's a little bit of heat to it, too, mm-hmm. as well. I brought mine home in that Rachel Ray bag, and I think that may have thinned my salsa out because it was very salsa. well. <laughs> <laughs> that may have thinned my ketchup out. It, it was very runny whenever I got it. I, I did didn't love the ketchup, but I respect that they make house made ketchup. That's sure just awesome. I like that it's a little bit mealy. There's a little bit of it's a little tomatoey, almost yeah, like a, like almost that. like a thin salsa. <laughs> I, I didn't like that. I don't know. It's got a nice texture. I feel like I've had a lot of different um, types of this uh, house-made ketchup. It just didn't really hold up to some of the others huh. I've had. Yeah. Okay. So I will I will also say that I also added Dabo hot sauce to the ketchup. Ooh. Oh uh, yes, this guy knows his ketchup. <laughs> I have <laughs> lots of opinions about ketchup. <laughs> Hunter Hines. Uh, Heinz, I'm a Steelers fan. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Gotta be. Absolutely. You're it's just got gonna, just a little less corn syrup in you're there. You're just going to forget about Del Monte completely? <laughs> yes, Del Monte. <laughs> I don't know if I know the difference. <laughs> I don't think anybody does. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try their house ketchup, Doug? Uh, no, like I said, it's, it's sitting in there. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't know we were going to go live right before I You go oh. now, you go eat the food, oh, you gotta <laughs> eat and then you come right back. Now. <laughs> He's going to eat the food right now, folks. This is gonna, we're going to have a full meal reveal. <laughs> uh, I tried the poutine. Anybody else get try the poutine? This, I think this is one of the only places in town where you get actual cheese curds on the poutine. A lot of oh, places wow. will call it poutine, but then it'll just basically, basically just be a loaded fry with some white cheese on there. So I haven't had poutine re- from them recently, but huh? I have had them before. And you know what? I... I had poutine for the first time when I was uh, down in Arkansas, and I said, this is how I'm going to eat rice from now on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Arkansas, the home of poutine. That's where it's, where it's <laughs> from, right? <laughs> yeah, I like the poutine quite a bit. The gravy that they put on there is pretty thin. They, you can get cashew chicken poutine there, but I think maybe what I got was just regular poutine. Yeah, the cashew chicken poutine is, is different. That used, to be what, that used to be what the poutine was whenever they first started Ooh. serving. And Man, I remember that being awesome. Get those green onions on there and the salty oyster sauce. And Have you tried the breakfast poutine? No, I haven't. So I, that I was, saw that that was for brunch. That yeah. really good. That was going to be my choice and then mm. hit by the Sundays only. Oh, no. Wow. I yeah, think they should make it Saturday, too. Why wouldn't you? Why they not? should. Why not? But isn't that just kind of a Springfield restaurant thing? Brunch, uh, Sunday brunch? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I, I got, probably I a brunch lunch anywhere thing. <laughs> His headphones are on too tight. <laughs> Yeah, Doug, I want live updates on this food. <laughs> what is the current temperature of the food? <laughs> uh, it's it's not obviously warm. Been been refrigerated. <laughs> yeah, but it's not, you know, it's not chilly. Um, I see what you're saying about the consistency of the ketchup. It's like almost puree. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely some texture to it. Uh, going to be honest, Jared, I don't know why you're obsessed with this ketchup. Not, a, I, not you great. know, I've, I think I fall in line with Dan. I'm just impressed that they make it. Yeah, like to sure. me, this is right. two, I definitely am. two degrees of separation from cocktail sauce. Oh, mm. I, yes. that's it an apt really comparison. Is. I like yeah. the I like the texture of cocktail sauce. Though. I think Van Gogh's also makes mm-hmm. their own ketchup, and I remember liking that a lot more. Cool. Okay, let's also, move on to Sue. I think Holland put in an order at 
Lindbergh's while I was there this morning because no I heard them on the the they said Holland's coming to pick something up. So it was someone that they were familiar with. Yeah. Named Holland. Spring Food Mo. Great. Super guest. I just want to tell you, buddy. Great addition to the episode. Thank you. <laughs> High <laughs> Thank five you. from across the room. Hey, see the Wikipedia guy? How's that going so far? No, it's Dan. Uh, that Dan Chilton, Dan Chilton is Chilton. the Wikipedia gentleman. Uh, Holland, of course, was on our That Leban- Lebanese Place episode. And boy, were they fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's a Matrix one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not Self-Rential. Evergreen Podcast. Uh-huh. Let's go. Entrees. <laughs> What'd you order for an entree, Dan? Oh, goodness, Andy. Which time? Which time, Andy? Dealer's choice. Wait, that'd be me. First time. Well, I'm not gonna, because the first time was the same thing you got, and I'd like to comment on it simultaneously. The second time, Mr. Dealer, (laughs) I, of course, got the Cuban. That's Black Forest ham, smoke pulled pork, Swiss cheese, pickles, and house mustard. That's a dedict, baby. I know we're not being self-referential, but it is one of my... Dan's Dedix uh-huh. to uh, order a Cuban anytime it's featured on the menu. One of my other Dan's Dedix was to order cashew chicken anytime it is not on a Chinese restaurant menu. But of course, that was overlapped <laughs> by my spring food mo promise to not eat cashew chicken anymore <laughs> in the year 2020, <laughs> which I have still <laughs> upheld. Keep up, people. The process of me like figuring out if I should go by the dedict or by my promise to not eating eat any cashew chicken, it was it was like the Nuremberg trials. <laughs> 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 it took it took a long time. I can't. Oh, that's what people remember the Nuremberg trials for. <laughs> the length of time uh-huh. it took. Uh-huh. Okay, I can't wait for the movie to come out. <laughs> oh, uh, I of course just ended up not getting the cashew chicken poutine although it does sound mighty good but i did have to follow my other dedict not on traditional cuban bread it's on the same bread as the hamburger i don't know mm-hmm. if all their sandwiches are served on that but uh real real tasty buttery bun roll. yeah oh yeah. okay very strange for a cuban yeah and i don't know if that was even mentioned on the menu I, I was pretty taken aback i almost thought i got the wrong sandwich and then i saw the huge piles of the meats, a nice thick pile of that black forest ham, not like, um, what do you call it? Whenever they kind of accordion it to make it seem higher, they were all laid flat. You know, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm just leaving you out here. <laughs> well, clearly. <laughs> and then a big old pile of that smoked pulled pork. The pulled pork was all mixed with the Swiss cheese, which whenever I tried to take the top bun off to kind of dissect it, just pulled for probably four inches. Crazy amount of pull on that. Thick cut pickles. Fantastic house-made mustard. Yellow mustard, too. Not like a house-made Dijon. Just a nice, sharp, old, yeller, all acting in perfect Beach Boys-like harmony. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Cool, Jared. Tell me about something you got. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it, but it's the burger that's cooked in the uh, Limburger. The Limburger is that the one that cooked in the duck fat? Oh yeah, I, yeah. All no, the, yeah, that's all the, the main one. Are, yeah, yeah. I actually got this because I remember Dustin raving about it. I got to be honest. I'm not as someone that's impressed with burgers a lot, but there's something about the duck fat <laughs> on that burger that just makes a huge difference. I don't know. I can't say that it's like 
like a saltier, but it it I feel like it brings out the flavor of the beef a lot more. Sure, yeah. By having it in mm-hmm. that duck fat. And it was cooked a nice medium, which I like a little bit of, a little bit of pink in the middle. And I know burgers, they're often hard to get that nice pink in the middle. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's either it, yeah, it's either undercooked. <laughs> Or cooked all the way through. And this right. stops right in the middle. Man, <laughs> I've had great burgers at this place, but my first trip was a burger this week, and it was like charred black, like crispy, oh, crunchy. Oh, see, that's so good. Um, Unless full, that's what you want. There was no beef <laughs> flavor, though. It was just Ooh. like full on. And my, my first burger was overcooked is what I'm saying. I'm not really holding it against the place because I've had like a dozen great burgers there previously. I don't know if they just were getting the hang of it again or something, but... I was not impressed the first the first trip this week. Did you get a burger? I also had a burger. Okay. I had to get the Lynn burger. Um, I've only had it once before at a wedding I went to once, a uh, little bit before the podcast started, or else we would have had a lovely wedge you eaten segment on there. Oh. Um, when are we going to bring those good old segments back? When we go to another the wedding. Old ones. I guess. Oh, boy. <laughs> we don't get invited to many of those. Must be something about us. I think I invited you guys to my wedding. Oh, that's right. It was online, but <laughs> yeah. So, I, uh, you and I have a mutual friend with whom I was hanging at that moment, and then uh, we were like, "Hey, we should t- t- tune into the wedding." And that wedding had ended thirty minutes prior. <laughs> so I'm so sorry, Jared. That's all right. it, it was a short. It was a short wedding. I think you can catch the replay online. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can you slow it down? Different angles. I think so. It's in syndication. They ordered ninety nine <laughs> more weddings from him. <laughs> It's sort of a new media deal. Uh, I love this burger so much. I think whenever I had it at the wedding, I decided that it was one of the best burgers I've ever had. And even after Andy telling me his poor experience earlier this week, I I got it after you told me that. Okay. And it it, it was perfect. It was incredible. I I love all the crispy, craggly, grilled beef pieces. it's, It's just a perfect classic hamburger. I literally could not ask for any more. I, I love the hamburger. Not to spoil anything, but there's some re- there's redemption arc. Oh, wow. We're going to get around wow. to it. We got a three-act yes. structure here. <laughs> <laughs> you got to save that cat. Did you go, Dustin? I, I went, yeah. Okay. I've had the Lynn burger before, and I agree with everything that you guys are saying, but I wanted to do something a little different, so I tried to get that poutine. I've mm. never had it. Okay. They shut me down. I panicked. They shut you down. Well, I guess I tried to get the breakfast. Sure, breakfast okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I sorry, sorry. That. And then I just panicked and went into been there. first I have thing. been there. <laughs> I, I do that anytime that they don't have what I want. I'm just like, a deer in headlights. is never a good order. <laughs> well, in this case, but I, uh, I tried to also keep in mind what you guys had and tried to, and then that's when the panic set yeah. in. Uh-huh. And I just mm-hmm. pulled up the picture and went, Give me the lobster. So oh, cool. Yep. I went lobster grilled cheese. <laughs> wow. And I got to say. Oh, good choice. Pretty good. Yeah. Rad. Yeah, I have had their lobster grilled cheese and it's quite tasty. It's it's really good and they don't, uh, there's not too much cheese in there and I don't really want like too creamy of a, a sandwich if lobster's like the main component there. It was great. You know what kind of cheese I had on there? Uh, it, there was a cream cheese and then a crusted maybe Asiago on top. Ooh. Yeah, it was great. The burger had Provel, mm. which I, you know, is like the, I think the cheese that they use for like Emo's mm-hmm. pizza that gets so melty. I think so it melts even more than, it's like three kinds of cheese oh, yeah. together, right? I, I loved it. I, I thought it was American cheese at first just because of the great melt that it got, but yeah. uh, it was no. Parmesan on top, I guess is, mm. is what I'm reading now, but uh, it was like a, so it was just a grilled cheese, but a step up because they definitely did, it was 
definitely buttered with garlic. And if you guys don't do your grilled cheese that way, you kind of miss it out. So garlic on the actual bread, it was great. You ever Radical. use the do the mayonnaise where you Haven't. put mayonnaise on the outside of the grilled cheese? Oh yeah, and then cook it that way. It's got a little egg in there as well as oil. It's pretty good. The way to do it. It's pretty good. <laughs> we also, uh, my wife got the Diablo, and it definitely lived up to its namesake. She just sent me a message. She she probably won't listen to this, but uh, she <laughs> <laughs> she just sent me a message that said, "Going to fire now." If that's any indication of. But it was a great burger. Smash patties. Uh, the jalapenos were fried. Easily mm. digestible, apparently. Yes. I'm feeling it, but I'm definitely not going to... I can wait. It's fine. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I can wait. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Doug, what did Dustin get for you? What did you get for him? Well, it's what's in the fridge. Uh, th- those were the t- two options there, was the uh, Diablo burger and the grilled cheese. Go grab a bite of both real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you just prefaced uh, the... Yeah, <laughs> you're probably gonna want to try the, the mac and cheese, the, the grilled cheese, or the grilled cheese. <laughs> it's great, man. Big lobster pieces in there too. I'd never had a, a lobster uh, grilled cheese before, but it was. I've seen worth they've it. had an actual lobster roll mm. on the menu before. Yeah. I don't think it was on there this time, but I had seen it on there prior. prior. I, th- I think it may have still been on there. Oh, okay. Yeah, because well, I, I, I considered getting it. Both of them are served at market price. Oh, uh, also MKT, whatever that means. <laughs> means they make it there <laughs> make it there i'm just killing time until doug's ready to talk well, andy speaking of killing time i'm sipping on a nice strawberry jalapeno margarita Whoa. right now <laughs> i grabbed this just this before i came over yeah you know I, I decided i drank maybe a fourth of it before i came over just to get the taste and then i figured since we're going to be recording right. this and then a whole nother podcast right after it are we I would, I think so. (laughs) Um, I figured I would just drink the whole thing and let myself get nice and crazy. It's really good. She uh, she recommended it off their cocktail menu to me and uh, said that it was tangy, but I would have to handle heat. And I got to say, not too spicy. You get some lovely jalapeno flavor in there. But beyond, you know, that it's basically just a perfect strawberry margarita. Great amount of tang to it, but still super, super refreshing. I, I really love it. Okay, I'm gonna jump in. Cause this is something that irks me about Get restaurants. Get off my back. I'm gonna I have to <laughs> I like margarita, Dan. <laughs> I cannot why do the restaurants here in Springfield warn you about the heat of the food and then it comes out and it's not spicy. That drives me nuts. It's wow. the whiteness. It's the whiteness. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, being a native resident of Texas and then moving to Missouri and having to find actual hot sauce and hot salsa, what Missouri slash Springfield considers um, spicy is definitely a question of subject. Uh, I specifically want to call out hot cluckers. Your <laughs> chicken is not hot. <laughs> well, you know, if he, anything, it's too sweet. It, <laughs> If I were hot cluckers, that's more of a marketing thing to tell people, like, are you sure? Uh-huh. Yeah. You, got, you got to scare them a little bit. Whenever we did our hot chicken episode, though, I went to hot cluckers and I said, make it as spicy as you possibly can. And that was the spiciest one that we tried. If so. I remember right, they were talking about adding an extra heat level uh-huh. partially due to your review. Oh, really? Who knows? Wow. So, I mean, that was the reason. That's, but. that's why I inferred from it. I, I don't know. Um, I assume anytime a restaurant in Springfield does anything, it's partially due to <laughs> us potentially reviewing them or already having uh-huh. reviewed them. Except the shutdowns, which I got to uh, commend you guys. The streak is over. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, somebody else has so been far. something else has been shutting places down. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> we didn't get a chance to try and shut down billiards. It's a shame. Yeah. Oh, you guys hadn't been to billiards? No, we hadn't. We, I we think by to, planning to someday have a show there, we did actually shut them down. Yeah, we yeah, wanted to do a show at the Blue Room curse. and review billiards. <laughs> yeah. At that show. Can I jump in and say I'm on board with all of these places just giving you alcoholic beverages and to-go cups to go? Yeah. 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 Let's just keep This is actually the first one I've done today. uh, (laughs) This morning. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about that sandwich, uh, Doug? Uh, Actually, uh, I got to say I'm a big fan, uh, especially of the garlic. I mean, that seals the deal, doesn't um, it? Consistency of the cheese. You know, it's not just... Strut runny, you know, mm-hmm. it's not nacho cheese by any means. Which there's a couple of places where I've purchased a grilled cheese sandwich and I felt like I got a nacho cheese on bread. Red amount of lobster, nice, nice cons- consistency. Uh, big fan. I'd, yeah. I'd definitely order this again. Yeah, radical. Wow. My last trip. Speaking of hot chicken sandwiches, <laughs> what'd you get on your last trip, Andy? Oh boy. <laughs> I ordered a hot chicken fried steak sandwich. I'm trying out transitions. No, you're doing. I think a, that that would you're be like a cool so thing good, to insert into the podcast uh-huh. from here on out. <laughs> you're doing what I do, which is interrupt. <laughs> I get it. It's I annoying. Maybe I'll stop. <laughs> okay, so a hot chick, hot chicken fried steak sandwich is what it says in the menu, which is a mouthful. Um, lettuce, tomato, grilled onions. You know, when I think of a chicken fried steak, I think of like a pretty big hunk of steak mm-hmm. that's battered and fried with like a thick layer of batter. Uh, we discussed, uh, I believe it was maybe on our Tower Club episode, of a certain event that hadn't happened in my life in a decade. And uh, the last time that event happened was after I'd had a chicken fried yes. steak. Yeah. So this is the first time I've <laughs> sure. had a chicken fried steak since then. You I was viewed. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's exactly right, Dan. I was trying to not bring that up. But you know what? This has already been a fairly scatological episode anyway. Why not bring the other the other orifice in? This is not what I expected. This is a burger patty that has been breaded and fried. It's one of the really Whoa. thin burger patties. And um, this was awesome. And I think it had something to do with like uh, that thin layer of batter prevented the burger from being overcooked because that batter was really crispy and really crunchy. But it was also really thin. It was a lot thinner than uh, like the batter for the mushrooms. It, the beef had tons of flavor. It was really juicy on the inside, so you'd bite into it, and, like some of the grease would come out from the from the beef, wow. which isn't normal with the burgers there because they're usually you know pretty crispy. It tasted less like chicken fried steak than it did just like a really really good burger with a, just a slight bit of heat. Again, don't call it a hot chicken. Don't call it a Nashville hot sure. chicken unless you're gonna like just uh, douse it with cayenne pepper, which they they didn't, which is okay. But uh, highly recommended if you want to try something a little bit different than the burger. I mean, it, you know, it just had the lettuce, lettuce, tomatoes, and this time the onions were grilled. I believe they used red onions on the regular burgers. Is that correct? Um, yeah, 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 absolutely. This had grilled onions on it. So if you want to just to change the pace from your regular, you can burger modify there. it with grilled onions as well. They had a couple modifiers there that looked pretty good. You better try desserts. They've got two dessert options. They've got these Askinosi chocolate biscuits. Anybody try Ooh. those? Have you had them before? Anyone? Okay. Mm-hmm. They also have um, bread pudding, pecan bread pudding. 
Wow. I'm a huge fan of bread pudding generally. Doug is shaking his head. Hard no. Hard no, no way? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know. You seem like a guy who consumes a lot of carbs. <laughs> I, am a, I am a guy that consumes a lot of carbs. Bread pudding. I'm, I'm definitely not enough of a loyalist. Sure. I was actually joking. You seem like someone who only eats like straight up boiled chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have, a, I have a terrible diet, honestly. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I, I love bread pudding. Generally, it's one of my favorite desserts. Uh, this one, it was like a soft, dense waffle. Like soaked in melted butter and maple syrup, Ooh. and uh, covered with pecans and cinnamon, it's fantastic. I mean, should I have been eating that with a beer at eleven thirty on a two, uh, Friday afternoon? Probably not. Mm-mm. But uh, loved it. I've had this one before. That's why I got it. You know, to be able to talk about it with authority. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Definitely try. It's warm. You know, warm. And if you ask for ice cream, they'll give it to you. But I actually took it home. Spoiler, I ate it like three hours after my meal because I wasn't going to do it. But anyway. <laughs> oh, I didn't even mention with the fried green tomatoes, those also come with what they call, I think, onion straws. Uh-huh. But they're just full size like onion rings, but cut into thirds or fourths. So just like slices of onion, but fully onion ring battered. Those are maybe some of the best onion ring like fried onion product in town. Really? Very, very good. And they just come as a side item huh. to those lovely fried green tomatoes. Really, awesome. really, really love them. <laughs> All right. So uh, what was the rating system we used on old episode number one, Dan? Um, houses of Ill, former houses okay. of ill repute. Let's say present day. How many present day <laughs> houses of ill repute would you rate Lindbergh's Tavern? Doug? Let's start with you, since you've had the weirdest experience with it. <laughs> oh, 100%. Uh, on the a, freshest review. The freshest roof, definitely. Um, I mean, I'll give it a three, because i, I got to be in the middle of the road. I've only had you know one solitary experience <laughs> 20, 30 minutes into the some, podcast. Some so. lukewarm takeout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Full it's, context. Yeah. It's with so. four dudes looking at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What exactly. do you think of that sandwich? <laughs> so I'll, I'll give them a, a fair shake and just say, you know, hey, um, it wasn't off-putting by any means. Sure. I definitely want to give them a fair shot. Not Three with an asterisk. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dustin, what do you think? I'll go four. Based on the two sandwiches, uh, the burger, the Lynn burger that I've had before was absolutely crazy. Really area for improvement would be those fries and mm. the ketchup. I guess I don't really need to take that into consideration, but the fries are the only thing that I feel like could be just a little bit better. Okay. Fair enough. Jared? You know, I'll give it a four and a half. Four and a half. I do enjoy wow. Lindbergh's. I've had some pretty good experiences there. I do not like that there's that weird table in the hallway before you go to the bathroom. Yeah, there's a long, yeah. <laughs> Move that table. Come on. <laughs> That's the only thing holding you back from a fire. <laughs> but I enjoy Lindbergh's. I uh, recommend it to everyone. Jared is a fire marshal uh, <laughs> by trade. Yes. I was thinking about safety. What's the fastest way out of this place? <laughs> Dan Howell. Oh. Episode 101. Mm-hmm. Redoing Lindbergh's Tavern. Wow. How many present day houses over repute would you rate Lindbergh's Tavern? Andy, last time I gave him 4.5. Gave him four and a half stars. I said that they lost a star for not having uh, a time period sensitive uh, old timey tin wash tub. Because <laughs> uh, I feel like that's the type of thing that you would find in a brothel back then. Uh, like Powers Booth hanging out in it. <laughs> R.I.P. You, but, guys, you guys were tight, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Andy, a podcast from Springfield. <laughs> this is exciting. Which one? We'll never know. <laughs> God. 
I gotta go five out of five. Lindbergh's is one of my favorite restaurants in town. Whoa. The burger Whoa. is absolutely Whoa. my favorite burger in town. All the apps just like blew my mind. I, I love Lindbergh's so much. Even though I didn't like the ketchup, all the other house-made sauces were awesome. The mayo was good. The mustard was fantastic. The ranch was the best ranch. It was so good. Five easily for Lindbergh's. Listen, this man knows a thing or two about houses of repute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that they call the small burger, the single patty, the baby, because it makes me think of the Lindbergh baby, and that's no good. <laughs> I don't like that. And I don't know if that was like a pun on their part. If it was, they should stop right now. <laughs> so they need a new marketing team is what you're saying between the baby and their poorly written copy page that Eddie struggled to read. I, I know that this the person it's named after has nothing to do with Charles Lindbergh, but yeah, uh-huh. I think that they should definitely embrace that side with what with the uh, kidnapped baby and, go uh, ahead and put a all the Nazi stuff that uh, Charles and Lindbergh loved. They, they should really go for that. Oh man, I just love a delicious Lindbergh baby. <laughs> God, Andy. If you can find one. <laughs> uh, Andy, what do you think? I I like this place quite a bit. Uh, I like I you know I went over. I didn't have the best burger experience, but it was the first time I've ever had a burger that I wasn't that happy with there, and I really like it. Second favorite burger in town. Wow. Still teasing what the favorite one is. Haven't covered the place yet. May not ever cover it. Keep it a secret. No, we'll cover it. We're gonna eat at every restaurant in Springfield. Mm-hmm. I hope it wasn't billiards. It's it's not billiards. <laughs> I think theirs is a little overrated, actually. Was hindsight yeah, it does not tense. exist anymore. Wait Sorry. A Kick a dead man while he's dead. <laughs> That's the saying. <laughs> yeah. You got it. <laughs> don't, don't look a dead horse in the mouth. <laughs> Not going to find anything you like in there. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I like the food at this restaurant, I guess. Four, four houses of ill repute. Four? They have really good brunch. I like that a lot. Uh, usually have a pretty good beer selection, though. I think both the times I went, they were cleaning taps. So, like, half... Of them, more that doesn't mean that okay, doesn't. Okay, no that is something that. I I do find uh, flawed oh, with their bar is lot? that they frequently run out of beers. Yeah, yeah. I think it's they, they must do like small orders of a lot of different stuff to keep a lot of you keep some rotation going. I don't know. It's a cool. It's a fun place to see. You see a bandit. It was a fun place to play back when I did that. I don't know. Mike Lindbergh's cool. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we, we sure did do it. <laughs> and Andy, I think we're probably gearing into our second segment here. Gearing right into the it. The one that comes right before the last meal segment. A special edition of Danny's Snacks. Oh, wow. <laughs> in my ears and in my mouth. You know, because you're eating Danny's Snacks. You know, something like that. I don't know. Either way, have a good day. Uh, good job. Both of you guys, especially Dan, um, love the podcast, but mostly Dan's podcast. Okay, so a couple episodes ago. Just last episode, <laughs> actually. Episode 100, Duran, 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 the three-meal ordeal. Just so everyone knows why the laughter occurred, Dan tossed me something that should be very easy to catch, and I just whiffed it about as big as you can. Wasn't a great throw either, but hit my body and did not recover it. Dan brought some Andy Caps hot fries because we were saying that the fries at Hard Knocks Barbecue and Metropolitan Farmer uh-huh. tasted Metropolitan Grill. Metropolitan Grill. That's the first time I've ever made that mistake. <laughs> uh, 
that they tasted like handicapped hot fries, which I thought was frozen food. It was a very comical moment for me. I think one of the funnier moments of the whole show, whenever Andy said he does not eat frozen food in response <laughs> to being asked about Andy Caps hot fries. Now, I don't know if you can exactly remember what the barbecued fried taste, fries tasted like, but I said that the seasoning was that of Andy Caps hot fries with a little bit of sugar. These are maybe just a little bit spicier. Sure. A little bit. There's of also cheddar fries. I could have been thinking the cheddar fries, but I really thought it was hot. I mean, those are like Cheetos. They're like thin Cheetos without, with much less flavor. They're like the great value Cheetos. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> That's another overzealous labeling of the word hot. Yeah. Because um, hot Cheetos are hotter than that. Yeah, I got to say, after tasting it now for the first time in a, about a decade, I don't, I don't think I was <laughs> I don't think I was right on Great that. Great segment. With that. But uh, you had never had Andy Capps hot fries. You should be thanking me for this beautiful second segment of our show today. Thank you for this beautiful segment, second segment of our show today, Dan. You're welcome, and I think it's about time we move on to the third segment of our show today. <laughs> our special guest interview segment, Last Meal. Funny bit. Doug, Jared, Dustin. Ken McClure is at it again. Dan, why don't you tell us? What he's been thinking. Ken McClure, the mayor of Springfield, of course. You guys are pretty up with sure. local oh, yeah. politics and all, so you probably know all about this guy. He, um, honestly, the guy is not a big fan of your show. Normally, it's something a little more vague, like he just doesn't like podcast recording, doesn't like uh, general talk about Springfield. He's but this time, which one it is. he was pretty straight up. <laughs> he does not like your show. Um, he says it sucks. Um, <laughs> it's no good. It stinks like poop. <laughs> <laughs> it was really uh, forward thinking of you to introduce, be one of the first scented podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Weird we tried, choice we tried the, all uh, kinds of marketing picks. <laughs> <at one time. laughs> That's the only smell you could really get mm-hmm. to come through. <laughs> Scratch and sniff. So yeah, he's uh, of course he's he's putting you to death, and uh, I, I'm sure you guys all have accidental life and death insurance through the a podcast from Springfield LLC. <laughs> so your wives will all be taken care of. The pig will get <laughs> a handsome sum of money. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he's going, he's going to kill you or rather he's going to have Andy and I kill you. Right. We, we actually don't even get into that, that Andy mm-hmm. and I carry out. It's unfortunately our duty. Oh yeah. And we have a Look, lot. Of I'm going to be real honest. Stress. It's not my favorite part of the job. <laughs> <laughs> it's your civic duty. However. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, unfortunately this week, kind of a particularly gruesome way of execution that he's sentenced down. Andy, why don't you go ahead and get into that? Oh, just firing squad <laughs> with squirt guns filled with arsenic. Oh, my God. <laughs> that escalated quickly. And so Andy and I, if, if I got this straight, are a two-man firing squad. That's right. Firing upon three men, each of whom could beat the life out of us. Oh, for sure. Much stronger, virile. 
Uh, oh, you're expected to submit to this, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mostly voluntary. Oh, we'd have to because there's three of us. There's two of you. So one of us is essentially standing there watching the other two <laughs> slowly agonizing. <laughs> I'll wait. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're the patient. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what's happening. <laughs> okay. So you get one last meal before your uh, execution. Oh, the conceit of the segment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Buddy, stop being self-referential. <laughs> I don't know. We have to. We got to get over this. So, yeah, you get one last meal before you go before the firing squad. Super Stalker's filled with arsenic. Mm-hmm. Uh, normal normal way to go. Uh-huh. You get an appetizer. No, you get a drink, an appetizer, entree, and dessert. We haven't done one of these in a long time. It's been a minute. Uh, each has to be from a local Springfield restaurant or business. None of that KFC. I know you all just want to pick your Kentucky Fried Chicken. I can't. love it. Against <laughs> the rules. Don't pick Kentucky <laughs> Fried Chicken. <laughs> Unless your mom's from Kentucky or something. All right. Who should we start? Let's start with Dustin. Okay. I've really thought about a lot of this, mm-hmm. and then the dessert I haven't thought about at all. Okay. So I'll just split well, whatever Jared wow. has. I'll just split it Let's with Let's do drinks first, and we'll, we'll do that way. I'm, I'm I've going my dessert with you. It's my last meal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Cobra Scare on the drink. Oh, That's nice. Forever probably been my favorite beer. Uh, I love the gravel bar too, but I think mm. Cobra Scare is it for me. Uh, appetizer, I'm going to go wings because that's, uh, I'm just redneck through and through. Sure. Just From super. Where? Uh, probably Coyotes. And nice. we had the Thai um, a couple, it's been a couple months back. Just loved it. Uh huh. Another one of those, like, if I'm going out, I'm going out squirting. So. <laughs> We're doing that, and <laughs> you have a lot of digestive problems. I do. <laughs> That's going on a t-shirt. Uh, <laughs> and then for the burger again, like I'm going to be pretty basic about this, but I'm going full ride. I just oh, yeah. love it. I love People, the atmosphere in there. That's one of our most frequently picked yeah. entrees for our last meal. Just always been a solid burger anytime I've had it, and, and the atmosphere in there brings a lot to the table, too. And then I'll just have half a, of Jared's dessert. Andy's <laughs> frozen custard. I don't know. <laughs> cool. All right. I'm getting my super soaker. <laughs> okay, now as your friend boils down next to you, uh, Jared, what's your, what are your picks? So I thought about this too, and if it's gonna be my last meal, I'm going with food that's gonna make me happy. Uh huh. Right. First of all, I'm drinking a little helper from others. Nice. Right. Uh, I'm gonna get the Italian nachos from Piccolo. Ooh, yeah. man, that sounds awesome. Ooh. Ooh. And I am oh. about to receive some ridicule from you two gentlemen, but I am going to Springfield's. Famous Mexican villa. Okay. And getting the burrito enchilada style. None for me. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I would say the burrito enchilada style is, is a worthwhile yeah. last meal. Taco salad's my, my jam for Mexican villa, but I, will, I won't shame anybody for eating there, for eating there or enjoying it. Uh, no tomatoes on that. Mm. <laughs> well, never mind, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we draw the line. <laughs> And finally, for dessert, as I kind of said earlier, I'm not really a dessert person, so I usually, when I do get it, it's a small portion, Uh and I'm going to get the uh, green tea ice cream from uh, Haruno's. Oh, nice. It's a little little cupcake-shaped green tea ice creams. Uh That's where I'm going. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Half a green tea ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) You guys get to split it, Lady in the Tramp style. (laughs) 
Doug. So, so since I'm a connoisseur of non-alcoholic beverages, I'm going to go with a sweet tea from McAllister's because oh. I'm a southern gentleman and wow. I love my sweet tea with as much sugar as possible. And McAllister's is about as sweet as it gets in this area. A chain doesn't count. What's your real pick? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a regional it's chain. It's yeah. whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then as far as uh, appetizers, I'm like Jared. I've honestly never ordered an appetizer for myself. I've always been the coward. <laughs> I've always been the lucky recipient of other people ordering an appetizer, okay. um, and of which I'm a big fan of the Boom Boom Shrimp from uh, Big Whiskies. Ooh, okay. That is my favorite appetizer that has ever been presented before me that I've got to consume. Yeah, maybe don't go back and listen to our episode on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boom Boom. <laughs> For entree, I'm going to go with uh, the chicken bacon ranch pizza because I'm basic uh, from uh, the Pitch Pizza. Oh, pub. yeah. Uh, I just like their pizza, and I'm a pizza guy. Never had the Pitch. It. Yeah, seven Sounds days a week. Yeah, check it out. It's good stuff. And then for dessert, obviously, you got to go with Andy's frozen custard. I'm going to go with the Boot Daddy, mm. only I'm going to replace the Oreo with Reese's peanut butter cups. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, I like that. I'm way that. That. I like yeah. that. That rules. Next yeah. level. Yeah. It's diabetes in a... You know, <laughs> instantly. <laughs> Have you guys ever done a, a last meal? I mean, obviously not. You're still here. And I am speaking from beyond the grave but uh-huh. will you ever <laughs> will you ever get into that segment that's what i don't want to wait till the no, very last episode uh, i mean you're gonna have to yeah. <laughs> let me ask you this you're gonna have to put a gun between <laughs> my eyes <laughs> we to get my last meal give you the real last meal until we've tried every restaurant mm-hmm. you know that's the idea okay that's, that's the completion in, of it may be like the last four episodes where we count down our top five of each or something mm-hmm. let this me is... ask you a question if you if you knew the way you were gonna die would it change your last meal, like we were killed with a, uh, you know, arsenic filled super soakers. Mm-hmm. But what if you were? What if you came down with some kind of terrible disease, and a doctor said you have a week to live? Would that change what your last meal request would be? That's like fifteen more meals, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be starving if you can only split a last meal between that last week. That that that's extra brutal. We might consider that sometime. Uh, no, not at all. I would eat the same thing every day of the week. Assuming that I was still had fully functioning, like you know, eating <laughs> eating tools in my body, <laughs> eating tools in your body, mouth, mouth, teeth, <laughs> butt, <laughs> <laughs> all the essentials. <laughs> uh, wow, what an interesting question! I don't know. Um, I think that's it. I, don't, I think Dan got the right answer. Like as long as like as long as I was able to eat, I would I would it probably wouldn't change, but. My situation would it change it for you? Well, I'm just kind of thinking like if you're being executed, you're probably in a prison cell. Oh, but if you come down with an illness, you can like share a meal with people. I'm just kind of wondering if that would change like what you would have. Hmm, I'm gonna take that time to be pretty selfish on my last meal because it's not (laughs) their last meal, you're not in a prison shell, you get to. You get to share it with Andy and I. Yeah. We're, we're the, your company for your last <laughs> meal. None of your family. Well, or now I want to change like my that. answer. <laughs> we're eating cups of dirt. <laughs> wow. Well, on that note. <laughs> Congrats on the 100. Hey, thanks so much. Oh, thank Absolutely. you so much. Yeah. What number are you all at now? Do you know? 170-something. I'm going to go with 170-something. Cool. Numbers is hard. Quarantine season <laughs> just as good as season four or whatever we were on. Yeah. <laughs> Before we came, <laughs> came down to this. Yeah. Someday we'll catch up with you. I was gonna say we'll have to have we'll have to have you guys on again whenever 
We're about to lap you. Surpass. Oh. Not this, lap you, but yeah. Is this the moment where uh, you open the floor to receive questions from fans? <laughs> sure, why not? Sure, I got yeah, questions. Absolutely. Is this food mail's Good. food mail's food mail? Yeah, I think we should probably play the theme. Sure. And then Dan just a couple of food mail walking to the box gonna check the food mail Okay, so uh, since you guys are, what is your normal eating habits when you go to these restaurants? Do you usually bring it home with you or do you take time to eat at the restaurant? I usually do it at the restaurant. I'll eat half of it and <laughs> take the rest home. And yeah. Dan, you're more of a takeout guy. I take right? it home. Okay. Probably at least 75%. So this, this is direct to Tori and Andy then. Have you found during this time where you're basically taking out all the time, are there any restaurants that you really enjoyed, but having it as takeout just isn't quite the same? Well, we have those bags. We have the warmer bags. Um, mm. And really, when I've been doing the takeout, when it's, with the exception of places that we're eating for the show, when I do the takeout, it's places that I would just get takeout anyway. Right. So Thai Express and Five Spice is pretty much it. <laughs> right. That's it. Um, some of the places that we did, like, nearly famous didn't make any difference because it wasn't hot anyway. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think about the places that we covered. Yeah, I, I just try and factor it in, especially with, like, fries. Like, I assume that the Lindbergh fries, if I had eaten them at the bar, would probably be nice and crispy. Yeah. Mine were a little soggy, but that's just what the bag does to them. So I really can't, I can't blame them at all for that. Do you, do you guys feel like you've learned anything about your eating habits since you started this? Like, because when I listen, I hear you guys eat a variety. You're not eating a cheeseburger at every place. You're not eating whatever. Uh-huh. Has anything changed? Have you acquired a taste for anything or learned you don't like this certain sauce or hmm. you don't like to do this certain thing? Um, like last time I tried lamb and I probably tried like the best preparation of lamb that we could find in town, I would think. And I think I decided lamb is not really for me. So mm-hmm. stuff like that. I've kind of, um, I actually re- refined my taste. Not, yeah. not to say I have refined taste, like to make it, make it sound good, <laughs> but it's like, I have a, do have a better idea what I like and don't like. I yeah. think. Yeah. I grilled um, lamb, uh, just yesterday actually. <laughs> wow. I, I would probably like homemade grilled lamb better than I would like fancy lamb that I, that I tried, I would imagine. Mm. Daniel Howell, mm-hmm. what do you, do you have an answer to that? Um, you know, I I don't know if my food taste has changed a whole lot. I definitely try to try things that e- even if I know I don't like it. Like just last week, we had some blue cheese on a salad, and I just kind of went for it, and uh, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think I like blue cheese any more than I did last week. I just think it was a really good salad. Uh, but same thing with like olives. I've accidentally ordered some things with olives in them and I'll just kind of mm-hmm. go for it just to kind of check in with myself every once in a while and yeah. make sure that I still don't like it. <laughs> um, I've definitely been exposed to like wide varieties of the same type of, of dish, especially when you go to Chinese places all the time. You get different crab rangoon and egg rolls and there's so many different kinds and you definitely like figure out what kind you like and don't as far as that goes. I mean, we've been very open about the fact that the Shanghai and egg roll is... Mm. Maybe the best thing I've I've ever had for the show, the, you know, since we started doing it, it's my single favorite item that we've had, and now every other egg roll is pretty much inferior to that. So, like, oh, do I even want an egg roll if it's not the Shanghai one? Sure. Yeah, I do. I do still <laughs> want it. But there's also some stuff that I just decided that I don't have that much to say about, like uh-huh. onion rings and even cashew chicken. I'm just like I can only repeat myself <laughs> so much. You mm-hmm. can only like, romanticize the same. Adjectives. Yeah, the things that make it good will always probably be the same things. Like it, it's pretty rarely that you'll find something super unique. And even then, I'm like I, I I'm too dumb to point that out. So. <laughs> I've just tried to get different stuff now. Yeah. 
Can you guys, because uh, as Dan brought these uh, lovely hot fries. <laughs> yeah, they're very lovely. Could you guys uh, maybe do a segment where you try foods that you haven't eaten in decades? Oh, okay. Cause, like, I like yeah. that. I have See a if they friend, still hold up. Mm-hmm. I have a friend that one time impulsively bought SpaghettiOs because he hadn't mm. eaten them oh, since wow. he was a kid. And I remember him taking a bite and they're going, I don't know why I ever like these. <laughs> you know, <laughs> SpaghettiOs suck. You, you also have a podcast where you could do this. <laughs> I want you to do it. <laughs> hey, I got to stick up for my man, Dan. Those fries, I mean, they're all right, but it's not one fry that's that you're going to taste. You need to eat a whole bag to I really like get the fries. Oh, okay. I, I was yeah. more just concerned that Andy was missing out by <laughs> never having had them. Uh, Since it shares his namesake. But I, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I totally agree that if you start doing fistfuls of the fries, the heat really turns right. up. It's still not like quite hot Cheeto level, but they, they can get hot, mm-hmm. which is why I say we each do that right now. Let's go <laughs> into my <laughs> sights. <laughs> All right. I guess it's about time that we wrap up the show. I was really hoping that uh, Taco's Bill would make some sort of appearance. Uh, and maybe Ronald McDonald, oh. the cigarette-smoking robot. <laughs> well, Ronald McDonald, the cigarette-smoking robot, of course, made an appearance last week on the show. They're just two of my favorites. Taco's Bill won't come on the show unless we're doing some kind of taco-related thing. I heard thing. he's back in prison. but <laughs> Yes. Yeah, unfortunately. Did you Thank guys God. cover that on your show? That was a pretty Taco's <laughs> Bill news here. Um, but unfortunately for this week, that is all we have. Uh, and we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show right now. Oh, come in. Come on in. <laughs> it's open. Oh, wait. Should I get... Maybe the person's not tall enough to open it. I'll go open. The door. Thank you. I wasn't quite <laughs> tall enough to open the door. It's Terrence. That's right. It's me, Terrence Howard, the little <laughs> tiny baby, back on Spring Food Mo. To sell your listeners on my newest enterprise. <laughs> really jumping right to the point this week, Terrence. I, I think I like this. I like this. Yeah, that's why. The listeners know why I come on. They love me. They praise me. They want a body like me. <laughs> and they know that whenever Terrence is around, I'm here to sell something. And they're buying. Let me tell you, baby, they're buying. <laughs> I'm in the top one percent of babies, income-wise. <laughs> I'm in the top one percentile. It's you and like Blue Ivy. Yeah, yeah. She she has she's a little above me as far as uh, her her revenue streams. Do you go hang out? Uh, occasionally, not recently. What with the pandemic. <laughs> You don't do Zoom hangs with Blue Ivy? No, but come to think of it, I think I might have passed her yacht on my yacht the other day. <laughs> I, I waved, and I did, I did notice a baby on the yacht, but I cannot confirm or deny if it was Blue Ivy. <laughs> Blue Ivy Carter or Knowles? Ooh, that's a great... I, who knows? I don't know. I bet, I bet it's Carter. I bet it's Carter. Wow. Carter Knowles. That's pretty... Patriarchal of you. (laughs) (laughs) The beehive's gonna come for you now. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) Andy, I don't think you are. Did you know that the Robert Pattinson fans came after me one time online? No. That's the whole story. We'll tell it some other time. Go ahead. Okay. Just (laughs) weave all listeners blue then. (laughs) God.
a baby that knows that phrase, huh? I guess it changes whenever you, you amass quite a bit of wealth as an infant. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> anyway, this week, I'm here to tell your listeners about my new field guide to getting what you want at the grocery store. <laughs> and here to help me out is my good friend, ladies and gentlemen of Swing Food Mo. Please welcome special guest, six-year-old Scotty Bobo. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Hi, Scotty Bobo. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. I'm Scotty Bobo. <laughs> Scotty Bobo. What's I, up, Scotty? I'm this many. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just finish kindergarten, or are you going to next, next fall? Me, no, no. <laughs> so I'm... You haven't been to a school with other kids your age, or no? I'm homeschooled. Oh, okay. How do you know Karen's Howard? Well, we went to the same homeschool. Your siblings? It's your brother? He's my little brother. <laughs> What's it like living with a uh, a wealthy baby brother? Oh, it's pretty nice. You know, every once in a while, he he peels off a little bit for big bro. <laughs> you know. Like some cash? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bank wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Every once in a while, I'll chop off a little squill for the... Uh, squill! <laughs> for the older bro-bro, Scotty Bobo. <laughs> how, how did you guys get different last names, by the way? I don't think that's any of your business that you get into our family dynamic. I don't... What's up with all this questioning about last names? <laughs> anyway, I'll let Scotty Bobo take the floor to tell you about his three methods for getting what you want at the grocery store. <laughs> hey, guys. It's me, Scotty Bobo, again. I'm this many. Jared, you live with a child. Does this seem like, like normal child behavior to you? Uh, you know, occasionally she uh, cuts off a squill or whatever for me, so <laughs> this kind of falls in line. Okay. Well, Jared, maybe Just you trying can to keep you involved. tell me and Terrence <laughs> Howard how these methods work. I'm, I'm curious if your child has tried any of them on you. <laughs> First step to getting what you want at the store. You got to find what mommy or daddy relates to. Say you saw a commercial one time and mommy or daddy laughed at it. You see that thing in the store? You go, hey, mom. Hey, mom. Hey, mom, remember that commercial? Hey, mom. You liked that commercial, remember? Remember the commercial, mom? And then once they remember that they liked the commercial, then it's freaking payday, baby. <laughs> Day. Yeah. So let me get this straight. <laughs> your brother Terrence Howard is very wealthy, but your parents still buy our groceries. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's what mommies and daddies do. Yeah, and plus, I have my twist set up to where they can't touch any of it. <laughs> okay. I know how that stuff goes. <laughs> I've seen what happened to all those kids. Charlie Sheen, that dude's f- <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, watch it. You're a baby. You can't talk like that. 
I'm rich. You know, you know, for every million dollars you have, that adds an extra year to your maturity level. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Oh, man. You wouldn't know, though, would you? <laughs> Certainly not. Chump. <laughs> anyway, my next method for getting whatever you want at the grocery store. Jared, could you relate to that last one at all? Uh, you know, I'm not really the grocery store person, so you're asking. Also, uh, I'm, no one ever calls me mom. You mind getting your wife on the phone then? Uh, sure, <laughs> I'll call her. <laughs> I'm sure it has worked. Here, well, this one's for dad. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you might recognize also this one. Also not called dad. I'm just called Jared. <laughs> well, mine are pretty much just for mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to stay coy. You see something you want? Some cereal? Lock eyes with it? They're walking, looking at their cereal? Some Kashigo Crunch? Some of that grape nuts? What in God's name are those? Six are disgusting. You get them wet and they just like, they get hot in your mouth. Anybody ever notice that with grape nuts? It gets hot in your mouth. I've noticed that. Thanks, Dan. Big fan, by the way. Your, you getting ready for like your Seth Meyers set or your cereal chunk? Who, who's Seth Meyers? Okay, go ahead. I'm just this many years old. <laughs> so you see a cereal you like? Try this out for me next time you get a chance. Hey, this one could be good. <laughs> this one's good. Hey, Mom, I hear this one's good. Dad. <laughs> I hear this cereal's good. Mom, this one's in chocolate. You like chocolate. Mom, remember the commercial? Mom, you can mix them up sometimes. That actually works pretty well. But you stay coy like that. You act like you're helping out. The next thing you know, it's freaking payday, baby. What kind of cereal are you, what cereals are you trying to get? You know Count Chocula? Yeah, I know Count Chocula. You know him personally? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We're in the 1% together. <laughs> My last tip, at least the last Who one. Who turned I can. him into a vampire? Can we please stay on issue. track? Me and Scotty actually have a couple different podcasts to be on after this. <laughs> okay. uh, it's sort of a quest junket day for us. We got a schedule if you would stop interrupting so much. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're, you're very busy. We, we apologize. <laughs> it's okay. Really, it's fine. No apology needed from Andy. <laughs> what do your parents do for a living? Uh, well, my mom's currently unemployed. And my dad, he works down at the house for ill repute. <laughs> <laughs> the house for ill repute. Yeah. Wait, your dad works there? Yeah, the house for ill repute. Okay. Cool. Good and, to know. Any guesses on what that might be? Down? A hospital. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a doctor. <laughs> I see an action figure I like because I love action at the figures. grocery I'm store. Six years old, this many. <laughs> yeah, you get action figures at the grocery store. You trying to use gotcha journalism on me? Like you can't get an action figure I was just at asking. the grocery store. I mean, it's not going to be like fancy, like animorphs or something. But it's going to be like <laughs> oh, animorphs. Yeah, very culturally relevant. Kids are really into the animorphs these days, huh? Cap gun. <laughs> I know about some old things. 
Like you. <laughs> just, just waiting for it. Yeah. You just tell him how cheap it is. You go, hey, Dad, this one's only 15. Dad, this one's only 15. Dad, this one's pretty cheap, actually. It's only 15. Because <laughs> you don't know about prices. <laughs> but you prod them along real quick. They get feeling bad. Get thinking that, you know, they don't want their kid to think that they're poor. You know? Yeah. So they end up ponying up. And then it's freaking payday, baby. <laughs> well, those are all very helpful. Very helpful. Yeah, and unfortunately, that is all the tips and twicks we can reveal this week. For the rest, you're going to have to buy the book. Scotty Bobo's tips and twicks for getting whatever you want at the grocery store. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Those are just the top three. How many are in there? This many? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird thing for a kid to say. <laughs> All right, well, we should get going. We got a big uh, junket at Condé Nast in the Freedom Tower soon, so uh, we will be on a fight right there, uh, getting on wired.com. Uh, bon Appetit, all the different wounds, you know, GQ, um, some of the other online <laughs> media publications. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by, Terrence. That was, uh, that was a really good segment. Yeah, it was good. They're gone. <laughs> I look forward to trying them out on my parents. Scotty Bobo. <laughs> Scotty Bobo and Terrence uh-huh. Howard. Yeah. Definitely knew Scotty Bobo was going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Fully prepared for that. Okay, well, uh, thank you, Dustin, Jared, and Doug, for being here on our show today. Where can people find a podcast from Springfield? If they would like to check it out, which they should. Uh, help me, Doug. It's what? Facebook and then... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Insta. Twitter, we're back on Twitter. Mm. We have been more active on Twitter. We have been doing a lot of that. Uh, someone recently. opened a Twitter for us, too. Mm-hmm. We still don't know. Yeah, we haven't gotten to the bottom of that yet. Social media manager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could also check out the newsletter or any other major publication. <laughs> yeah. For all the good and bad. Oh, out there. oh, oh, oh. I wonder if they're going to talk about you on Christi, Christy Fulnicki's podcast. Oh. Does she know? Surely. Have you? I haven't read or well, I read some of the stuff, but has any of it mentioned your podcast? I have. Uh, I did not reveal that I was okay. part of the podcast. In uh, uh, way to go, perfect opportunity. <laughs> plug the podcast, and you missed it. If you're going to take one for the team, do it right. I was plugging other things. Sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Spreaker.com slash podcast from Springfield. Yeah, iTunes, Google Play, all the places you get a podcast. Cool. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> Beautiful. You can find us wherever you already found us and you're already listening. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye we're bye. not going to reveal what we're going to cover. No, we would never. But it'll be a new restaurant. We haven't done... Wow, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear two bonus episodes per month, join the Spring Food Mo Tower Club. Go to towerclub.springfoodpod.com. On one episode, we talk about whatever, and on the other, we review all the new restaurants in town. Joining the Tower Club is only $5 a month. Half of that helps us put on the podcast, and the other half is donated to Ozark's Food Harvest to help fight hunger in the Ozarks. So you're saying listeners can donate money to a good cause and get two more episodes of our dumb show? That's what I'm saying, Dan. $5 a month at towerclub.springfoodpod.com. Cool. Thanks for the money. (laughs) Spring Food Media.